Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... Uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. You want to become a pitcher? Uh, you're tra- you Correct me if I say anything wrong, so I apologize. Okay. Um, first of all, if you don't hit again in the major leagues, you can tell your kids, your grandkids, everybody, your last year you hit a thousand, correct? Exactly. One for one. I was the one. hardest guy to get out in baseball last year. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, talk about like talk about a mic drop. But so you went when did when did it start coming into your psyche um that I think that this is the route I want to go, which is trying to become a pitcher. And again, if 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 this anything is wrong, just let me know because I'm just we haven't talked or anything like this. But I, I assume that you're going into spring training wanting to be a pitcher. You said you're going to bring all these gloves, but still, this is a priority. So if that is the case, when did that sort of uh, start the process? Yeah, I think um, I think things change for everybody's career at, at some point, right? Um, we obviously want to play as long as we can and see how things play out. Um, well, this past year I was able to sign back with the Braves. You know, I had a couple stints with the, with the big league team here in Atlanta and, you know, everybody knows their team is stacked and I had one plate appearances, played, played appearance, played one time in, in a little over two months. And so when they took me back off the roster and went back to Gwinnett, I talked to Anthopolis. I said, hey, listen, Alex, you know, I understand the situation, this and that. Um, what if I try to pitch? What if I go down to Gwinnett and work on pitching? And he's like, great. I like the idea. You know, I've seen you throw. Um, yeah, sure. Give it a shot. And so for, for them, there's a, you know, it's no risk, I feel like. But for me, I feel like in my mind, it's a win-win. I always knew that at some point I wanted to try pitching. And this was the time. I'm living at home. I'm able to drive to Gwinnett. Those guys are going to be behind me. And so I went on the development list in Gwinnett, which is just an extra list of a few players. And I took six weeks to work on it. Got into three games the last week of the season. I was able to do some cool things, spin the ball really well, get some swing and miss, strike some guys out. And, you know, that sparked that interest. Like, it was fun again for me, actually doing something new. 
it wasn't I don't know the I've always had fun playing baseball but once you get to a certain point where you're not playing any and you can kind of see where your path is going hey I'm going to change things up a little bit I'm going to try pitching and again back to it in my mind it's a win-win if if all these other guys can do it and not knocking them but for me with what I've been through in my career and for the people that have helped me along the way I know that this is just one of those other obstacles that I'm willing to take on and so I think it's just best for me as a baseball player to go in all in as a pitcher. And if something happens and they say, hey, we need you to go fill in it short or left or first or taking it bat, it's easier for me to do it that way. So here I am. I've been working at it for the past three months. I've been throwing a lot, um, learning a lot, and uh, it's kind of sparked a new fun for me in baseball. That's awesome. It's so good. So – would it be fair to say when you went to Gwinnett and you, you you make those free appearances and you take that time, it was sort of, okay, let's see where it lands at the end of the year. And then we'll, we'll go from there. And then if it, if I really, if it's working out well, then I'm going to dive in, which is obviously what you've, you've done. I mean, you had to, you had to feel like this was going to be a viable thing probably off of that, the end of the season. Right. Yeah, that was, I think, the the biggest test for me. It was like, hey, let me get into a couple, two or three games to see how it goes, uh, to see how I match up with everybody else, with, you know, how baseball is so analytical now. Well, from a pitcher standpoint, you know, you have spin numbers, you have vert numbers, horizontal numbers, movement, this and that. And now we have these numbers. Now you compare yourself and see how you, you know, line up with everybody. Um and for me, in my mind, it, that was kind of it for me. It was like, if this goes pretty well and I, something that I know I could do, then I'm going to pursue it. If I go out there and I'm throwing 85 miles an hour, can't throw a slider for a strike, everyone's barreling balls up on me, I'm walking guys, like then I can say I tried, but it was better than that. And so in my mind, I'm like, I can do this. And the you know Braves are going to give me another shot to go to spring training, and it's like why not? I can show my kids that dad can go out there, do something different in baseball, overcome whatever it is, um, and then show other fans out there and other little kids that have looked up to me that hey, you don't have to be bubbled into this certain mold of you're only this player. It's like no, let's break out of that and show people that you can do other things, you know. And so I'm just trying to give myself a chance to continue because I know that I have more to give to baseball. Um, and when I'm done with baseball, I'm sure baseball won't miss me. Uh, but I know that I will miss the game. Um, but this has kind of, again, sparked a new fire and interest and challenge for me at a later age in my career. So that's why I'm doing it. I want to go back to when you talk to Alex um, about you know, he said, I've seen you throw. And I think you have about eight, eight or nine appearances as a pitcher in Major League Baseball. Obviously, the guy that comes in at the end of the game. Um, by the way, you know who your only strikeout is against? Yeah, Manuel Margot. All right, obviously. <laughs> yeah, slider. Front door slider. Was it? What is it, slider? Nice. Yeah, Sal Fasano. I asked him on the way out because, you know, as position players, you don't work on you me might throw some sliders and knuckleballs and what have you and, and catch play um but you don't really 
most guys don't really know the feel of throwing an off-speed pitch, mm. especially doing it on the mound. You can do it when you're just playing catch. But I was walking out before that inning, and I said, hey, Sal, you know, show me a slider grip. Different grips. He's like, hey, I hold it here and just rip it, whatever it was he said. And I went out there and uh, ended up breaking off a one-two slider. And luckily, Tyler Flowers – framed it and it was like painted inside corners so that was awesome you had never you had never thrown a slide that was the first time you threw that obviously i mean i might have tried i i tried before i think i tried to dj mayhew the first my first appearance in 2018 and it was just kind of like a slow cutter yeah yeah. i I tried throwing a slider instead of just working off the grip and just letting it letting the grip do it but uh i think that was my first like legit slider that i tried so, uh, because, you know, I go to Baseball Savant, I see your analytics with pitching, your appearances, but you must look back at those appearances now and after all the time and how you have evolved, I would imagine as a pitcher and say, hey, you know what? Like I am, yeah, sure. I got in the door with Alex Anthopoulos by showing that I could throw 90 miles an hour, but I'm so much better now. Because of when you work on anything, when you you know with all of this, it must be it must be I don't want to say it's night and day, but it must be so gratifying to say like how far you've come since you made the decision with Gwinnett through the off season, everything. Am I am I wrong? You know that's that's pretty accurate. Um, I think the baseball savant stuff is really cool. I think all those appearances I had as a position player pitching. You know, some of those pitches like blended together. So, like my fastball, I actually threw cutters too that might have blended with my fastball. Um, tried throwing a few sliders that might have blended in it, and they picked up as curveballs. So, like now that I've actually started pitching, and when I got into games in September, <laughs> excuse me. Um, even then, some of those pitches blended together because I don't think the system actually knew that I threw cut fastballs. Like that was a separate pitch or I threw a slider instead of a curveball. Like now I think once a system knows like what pitches I throw and I get, have more volume, more data, then those pitches will be separated more. Cause like sometimes I throw a cutter at 89, I throw a cutter at 93 and then I threw a fastball. It might've picked up that fast or cutter as a fastball. So now my fastball dropped down some, so little things like that. And I'm not too worried about that at all. Yeah. Um, I'm just more worried about being convicted with some of the pitches and grips that I've learned since I started and knowing that these pitches are really good for me and these pitches aren't. And then certain days you're going to be better throwing one off speed than the other and you have to rely on that. So just kind of one of those things that you learn as you go. So what, without giving away, <clears throat> trade, secret, without giving away trade secrets, what um... – what type of pitcher are you? What have you learned? What pitchers like it? Maybe, maybe all of a sudden you become this like a sweeper guy. I don't know. I mean, this. So, what, what, what have you become as a pitcher? And and if you want to give credit, I don't know who you're working with, but I would imagine that you're taking deep dives with some people who know a lot about pitching. So, what has that been like? I think naturally, I spin the ball very well with my fastball, um, and then for me, it was like getting in depth with it it's getting my spin efficiency up and 
I think I'm able to spin the ball and the ball just jumps. So I'll have good vert, good ride on it. Um, so the, like that's something that I need to use to my advantage. You know, there's been a lot of mechanical things that I've tried to work on to just clean things up, to move better down the mound, more efficient. Um, and, you know, being able to see other guys throw too to see how efficient they move. There's a reason why certain guys are so good because they do things so well on the mound. But for me, it's, I also think that just staying athletic, you know, being able to take ground balls at short and go to the outfield and throw, like take that feeling on the mound with a little different mindset, but not overthinking it. It's like still move, still be athletic. Um, and I think good things happen. Once you start thinking way too much, then you, you're not really yourself anymore. So there's our, there's obviously times this offseason where I've, I've dove into so many different things. But when I go back to just like just grabbing the baseball and think about competing, and I think that's when the games start, you get that ad- adrenaline, you can compete again. A lot of that stuff goes away and you can and you let that take over. Have you worked have you been working with anyone specifically? Yeah, I've been uh, going to this baseball facility called uh, Maven Baseball Lab um, and Sean McLaughlin, who is former my only pitcher with the Braves and Angels, he works with all the pitchers. So there's a big group of guys that come in, have a program, um, a throwing program through the last three months, and we just kind of follow it and do it together.